now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers, boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow, right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers. We do it and what we do, we do this one thing. Yeah. That's the only thing we've really managed to do halfway well. That's right. And that means we're just driving up and down the roads, highways and byways of America, picking up music wherever we can find it. That's true. And we put it here on our radio show. Exactly. That's it. Well, of course, this week is a little different because uh, we're broadcasting... uh, from the campground at uh, the Walnut Valley Festival here in Winfield, Kansas. We've been here for a week. We have. And I don't know about you, but we had this issue last year. Where uh-huh. We were talking about if anybody had any clean undies left, you know? Well, yeah. You hid yours like you were afraid I was going to steal them or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sound surprised. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. Okay. okay. There is a laundromat in town. Yeah, I know, but it okay. seems like so long away. It's like four yeah. blocks, I you know. know. I know. So, okay. so people ask us, they say, Derriers, what the heck is going on <laughs> here? You know? and, and what is Americana music after all? Well, that is kind of a fair question, but, you know, it's not like we're experts or anything. Well, we, we have an opinion. Yes, we do. Which has kind of evolved into a definition. And that's gotten to be an opinion. Uh, <laughs> it's full circle. <laughs> full circle. Well, we think that it's music with distinctive, distinctive American, American roots. roots. That's correct. And, uh, you know, that leaves the door pretty wide oh, open. Oh, it kicks it open and leaves it yeah. open right there. I mean, you know, of course, uh, we're right here in a festival. It could be bluegrass. It could be Celtic. It could be folk. It could be swing. Rockabilly. Jazz. Uh, You know, it could be heavy metal. It it could be blues. Uh, Folk rock. It could be Cajun. Uh, Slack key. Junk band. Chicken scratch. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, fine. We're in the weeds already. You know what else it could be. Well, it could be. Boogaloo. boogaloo, yes, and, and it, it has is, been. And it is Boogaloo it, it a lot really of times. It really is, yeah. absolutely. Well, the format of the show and is... And the only rule. Oh, well... Yeah, the so, format is, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah well... It, I, I got ahead of you there, didn't I? I know, I'll get to the rule, okay? okay oh, we need to explain the format. I'll just sit here and wait till you're done talking. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, so, uh, we we each show up each week with a virtual fistful of tunes, and the only rule is... Do we don't discuss the songs ahead of time? That's right. Okay. And uh, we uh, have started a thing a while back. Uh, we take turns starting the show, and it's an even-numbered show, episode 158. That, and Roger, being an even-numbered show, you get to kick it off. All right. Well, Kadoki. let's keep it on an even keel here. Hey, I'm going to kick it off with some fun. I've been following this guy for some time. Uh, he's, his name is Troy Andrews, uh, but he goes by Trombone Shorty. Trombone Shorty? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of this guy. Have not. Uh, he's just a ton of fun. Uh, he, he's mostly known for trombone and trumpet, but he plays drums, organ, tuba. And he's worked with, you know, with everybody. You know, um, the Neville, uh, Neville brothers. Right. Uh, uh, Wynton Vesalis. Uh, 
uh, who else? Uh, Alan Toussaint. We featured him. Lenny Kravitz. Right, right. And um, uh, it, he he began playing trombone at age four. Oh, geez! Like somebody gave him a trombone. And Could he, he just, even reach the? Uh, well, you know, I I played trombone as a, as a child. Yeah, and, I know. And my teacher said. He was going to tie a string onto the slide and onto my hand, and then I could just throw it down there and retrieve <laughs> it. Retrieve it. Oh, man. Uh, but anyway, uh, he's he's really pretty cool because uh, he he's uh, come together with a lot of these musicians uh, because he has a desire to pass the legacy of the music. of New- He's from New Orleans. I okay, guess I didn't sure. say that, right? Yeah, right. And uh, to pass on that uh, that that music, and he, he started the Trombone Shorty Foundation, and it uh, it evolved from the Horns for Schools project, which is a collaboration with uh, New Orleans Mayor, okay. which helps schools uh, get quality instruments, which were donated by him personally. Mm, okay. And it's evolved into uh, a thing where they partnered with Tulane University to create an after-school academy to mentor aspiring high school musicians in the New Orleans area. Well, that's a worthy cause right so there. It's, yeah, yeah. And it's super cool. Uh, but I ran a, a, across this... Um, single that he recorded uh, with the band Little Big Town. So, you know, we don't do a lot of uh, kind of top pop country uh, mm-hmm. groups, but this group, uh, they started from, uh, they uh, came from Homewood, Alabama uh, from in 1998, same four members uh, fr- from the start, and it relies heavily on four-part vocal harmonies with all four members alternating as lead vocalists. Wow. They had kind of a hard start. They, their first record deal was with Mercury Nashville Records, which is a great company, but they dropped him from the roster without releasing a single or an album. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't know why. Wow. So in 2002, they signed with Monument Records Nashville, yeah. and they released their first album, had two songs chart. Uh, but then uh, uh, Monument uh, label dissolved its Nashville branch, so mm. they were left without a label. Wow. So they've been self-producing. They've done great. So, uh, But this is a, a combo with the Little Big Town and Trombone Shorty from 2020 doing Jambalaya. Goodbye, Joe, you gotta go, me oh my, you gotta go for the road down the bayou, my Yvonne, the sweetest one, me oh my, son of a gun, we'll have big fun on the bayou, jumble line, crawfish pie, Philly gumbo, cause tonight Shazamil, it gets hard, feel free. 
got a pretty unmistakable New Orleans uh, bet to it. Ah, it? you bet. It, right off the bat with that drum thing, man, that is that's New Orleans all that's over. That's classic, yeah. yeah pretty pretty well, cool. Well, we're rolling now, Leo. We're on a roll uh, here. So what are you going to do? I've got a, I've got a band I, I ran across, and I put a cut to, side, to one side. I kind of forgot about it, you know, and I was digging through the files the other day, and I, it came up again. It's a band called The Old 97s. Okay. All right. And uh, this, uh, they've been around for a while. They, they, they are out of uh, Dallas, Texas, actually. And they're, they're formed in 1992. They, they're considered pioneers of the alt-country movement during the mid to late 1990s. So they've been around for a while. And then they developed more of a, a kind of a, I guess you call it a kind of a power pop style. You know, during okay. the 2000s, right? Over. Anyway, the, the lead vocalist, his name is uh, Rhett Miller, and he described the band's uh, style as loud folk. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I do, too. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> loud folk. I'm putting that on the chart there. <laughs> now, they've got a reputation of being, uh, a, you know, a pretty hot live band, right? Okay. Uh, but they claim to never rehearse their act. <laughs> oh, wow. So, you know. Oh, and here's the other funny thing. Uh, they uh, they have a, a an alter ego okay. called the Satellite Riders, and it's a faux tribute band, but it's really not. It's the really the same band. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just use that name when they have contractual obligations to consider it. Oh well, there's a there's a long history. Of there's that. a long history of that. Yeah. So anyway, oh and by the way, in Chicago, uh, this came up too. They caught the attention of Bloodshot Records. It was a, oh yeah, you run across a lot of their I stuff love too. That, yeah, and they were uh, assigned to that label now. So cool. this is a great band. They're, they're called the Old Ninety Sevens, and this particular cut was recorded in 2020. And one of the reasons it uh, caught my eye is the title of it. It's called. Bottle Rocket Baby. I've been living on a bar stool laughing about the war. Dallas is a woman I don't know anymore. She held me down on a hardwood floor. Last thing I remember, I was walking out the door. So you better say goodbye I've been living in a graveyard Looking for a light Digging the vibe Staying up all night I got the blood sucker blues But I can't get a bite I don't know why everybody's so uptight Dirt, weed, daydream, dialing in a J All my high-class friends are staying low all day It's safe to say we're in a real bad way Mama used to try, now all she does is pray I'm a bottle rocket, baby I'll burn your fingers and I'll make you cry I'm a bottle rocket, baby So you better say goodbye I'm a bottle rocket, baby 
My friend Robert, well, he's the son of a gun. And if I get locked up for having too much fun, well, he'll bail me out by a quarter to one. Yeah, he'll set me free if I pay his fee. It don't matter what I've done. So you better say goodbye I'm a bottle rocket baby So you better say goodbye I'm a bottle rocket baby So you better say Goodbye Woo! Those guys sound like a fun oh, band man. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, Loud Folk or Rockabilly or something Loud Folk Yeah uh, kicks me up. That's awesome, Leo. Okay, Raj, what you got for me? Well, I guess I have to give credit uh, to this, uh, finding this one to Jason Beard. Oh, no! (laughs) Yeah. Not Jason. Well, he didn't directly um, send me to this, uh, but uh, remember a few episodes ago, I covered Billy Strange. That's correct, yeah. Okay, so Mm -hmm. I was researching Billy Strange. I found this. Uh-huh. So I'm going to I'm going to give Jason credit for it. I probably never would have. As you recall, Billy Strange was the guy that uh he was uh, part of the Wrecking Crew. Yes. And he wrote Limbo Rock. Yes, okay. I do remember this, yeah. Okay. So um this was a this was a, a kind of a four song session and uh it was uh ERA Records, which was owned by Herb Newman, and it was one of the smaller labels in, in Hollywood, but it it turned out some great music. Now Newman used the pseudonym Steve Howard as a songwriter. Okay. So I I've heard that a little bit. But um they they uh, had this session and it was led by Billy Strange, and uh he's it was spent tracking four songs that were written by Newman or Steve Howard. Steve Howard. Uh, uh, and and it was uh, this this particular song was given to a group called the Elites, who were singer Edna Wright, which is Darlene Love's younger sister. Ah, okay, okay. that name I've heard. Right, yeah. okay. and Sandy Wins. It, it's kind of cool that the, the tie in here. Now um, uh, the other songs went to other artists, but Billy uh, Strange put together the band for this. And he brought in uh, Irv Coleman, John Gray, and Tommy Tedesco as guitarists. Oh, okay. You've heard those yep. names, right? Absolutely. That. Jimmy Bond and Ray Pullman as bass players. Hal Blaine, Earl Palmer, and Frank Cap as drummers and percussionists. But the uh, keyboard player who was um, his favorite and uh, apparently Herb Newman's favorite because he played on a lot of his other stuff, was none other than Leon Russell. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So it's kind of an all-star cast. Yeah. It's a kind of a short little song, a single from 1964, The Elites doing What's the Password? What's the password? Love, 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 la 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 love. 
Password. I'll tell you what the password is. We, our guys are out there playing music. I know. I hear them. And we're in here doing our thing. You well, know. you know what? It's time for us to uh, take a little break. Yeah, we need to take a break anyway. Sure. So we can go out and uh, check that out. Uh, now, it, uh, we got to do... We still have to do our chores. Yeah, I know. Right. So, we you know... We them out pretty quick, you know. You know, while you're out there, you need to police the area. Make yeah, sure, you know, you know, people... You know, our musician friends don't always pick up after themselves. Well, and I'm not saying what we're picking up off the ground, but we Let's we do talk. have to put it in the recycle bin. That's true. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. And, uh, of course, you need to, uh, you know, yeah, I know, not that Ardmore, not that we have a cat here at the festival. No, we would we don't. Have, no, no. But if we did have one, you should change them. That's, I would, if we had one. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, uh, of course, it's an even-numbered show. So, so, Roger, you're on, baby. I get to check that. Left or inside, inside duel. Duel. Hey, What was that kid's name that you? I'm not telling you. He's mine. <laughs> okay. I'm using him for other stuff. Dude. He's got carrying out the trash and stuff. So he was. He wants to be a bluegrass musician. I told him it was part of the initiation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll go take care of that, and uh, we'll go check out the music. Uh, this is the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. All right. We're back. It's kind of hard to come back in here. Yeah, it's hard to leave that. that but uh, uh, good music going on out there. Well, we'll get our work done, then we can. Uh, Absolutely. Yep. Yep. You know. Yep. Then we can play. Yeah, we should tell people where we are. Well, yeah, of course, we're broadcasting this week from the uh, the Walnut Valley Festival here in Winfield, Kansas. Right. It's held on the uh, the grounds of the Cala County Fair. Right. It's a big place, man. I can't remember how many acres it is, but it's huge. And, and attendance wise, this is one of the larger festivals in the entire country. It is. And uh, we've been coming for a long time, and yeah. and uh, the festival has gotten bigger, and, and so have we. <laughs> That's true. As it turns out, yeah, this is the fifty first. Yeah, the fifty first. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty year, crazy. So, yeah, yeah. It's been a lot of fun, man. You know, we've been here so long that we were kids when we started coming in our 20s, you know. Yep. And now we've watched our friends have kids and grandkids yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And so it's a big, big family deal. It's super. It's so good. And the music is excellent. So there It you go. sure is. You know, one thing about this, the, the, the campground picking is a big deal here in Winfield. It sure is. Because the quality of the picking in the campground is, is so high. 
And uh, it's been estimated that 80% of the people that come to this festival bring a musical instrument with them. Wow. So that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a bunch. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, people ask us, they say, there he is. You know, what are you guys doing with your lives? Yeah, I know. You know, you're out, you're driving around the country in that old RV. Yep, yep. And uh, going to these different places. And, some of them hmm, a little sketchy. Some of them very sketchy. It's very sketchy. Uh, you know, it, why? It's hard to answer that. It's kind of hard to answer that. Well, yeah. yeah, one reason is that, you know, unlike our compadres here on Truckers Radio USA, right, right. well, they have these things called ranches i think that's very you know good for them yeah well they get to do their show from the relative comfort of their ranches exactly i'm thinking they're sitting in their comfy little house with their slippers on and Mm -hmm. you know doing polite things like drinking coffee i would guess so i suspect so so you know for instance rex allen jr has the rockin diamond r ranch where is that roger well leo that would be in the dos Dos cavesas mountains Mountains, yes and uh, alan bailey has the swinging gate ranch out there in western kansas Mm -hmm. we've been there Orrin Friesen, who is the human footnote of the Derriere, he most certainly he is. doesn't miss a thing, not a bit, in a very good way. He scrutinizes things yep. for us. He has the Rock and Banjo Ranch, and we've been there. We've been there. It's what yeah, a great recently. place, man. He's got that yep. nice studio. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's a nice studio. He gets to work in there. You know. Yeah. Okay. I know. Just say it. Uh, and you know, we were whining to our pal Suzanne about yeah. the fact that you know, well, we gee, we wish we had a ranch. Yeah. And Suzanne's pretty smart. She is. Yeah. She, you know, and, I mean, I didn't realize it at the time, but she said, "Well, look at it this guy way, you guys. You know, you could say that you have the biggest ranch of all. That's exactly You've right. Got the entire continental United mm-hmm. States. You've got a border to border. You've got it ocean to ocean. Uh huh. You could say you have a ranch." Without, Without fences. fences. And we, we go wherever we want. That really appeals to us. That's right. Yeah. And we roam that range in our RV called... Rambling Roads. Rambling Roads. Why you... Ah, uh, Rosie. Rosie gets us there. She got us here. So far, she has. Yeah, yeah, yeah so far. Yeah, so, she's just doing just fine. And people were happy to see Rosie, you know? She's got mm-hmm. something of a reputation now, so. That's true. You know, I don't know what they expected, but she's got, we cleaned off the bugs off the windshield before we came in. Yeah, that was a good thing. We probably should have washed her, but what the heck. Well, yeah. Uh, it's, and it's impolite to do that when you're in a camp. That's, that's true. Yeah, we that's found true. that out somewhere. I don't know. I, I don't yeah, want to talk about it. upset about uh, it. Yeah, he pretty was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Leo, I think it's come back around to you. You know, I can't remember if it was last episode or the one before that. The, uh, the, the This band came up by the name of the Crows. Right. And I said I was going to try to find something out about them, right? Yeah. Okay, well, I did. Uh, and uh, they were an, uh, an American R&B rhythm and blues singing group formed in uh, 1951. And they achieved commercial sex, uh, success in the 50s. Now, their first uh, single and their only hit, right, uh, was a song called G, and it was released in 1953. But here's the interesting thing I found out about them. Um, the, uh, although the song kind of falls into the uh, doo-wop genre. It's very doo-wop-y, okay? But, and it was also the first 1950s doo-wop record to sell over one million records in that genre. Wow. All right? And some people, some critics, uh, consider it as the first of the rock and roll records. No the, po- the the point being that they uh, they had a huge hit with it. They went to I think number two uh, on the uh, on the pop charts and slightly lower on the R and B charts. But uh, it's 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 straight ahead, man. It's straight ahead music, and it's really cool. From uh, 1953, it's the Crows, 
And the name of the song is G. Argue with me. And, and I said, I didn't specifically say this, it one hundred wonders, right? But uh-huh. as I've said before, it, they had a hit. Yeah. And, and, it was good, and, and a historic one at that. And I also got the uh, chart positions wrong. It peaked at number uh, 14 and number two, respectively, on the Billboard Magazine Pop and the Rhythm and Blues charts. Oh, so, so it awesome. Charted on both of them at the same time. Good job. Yeah, anyway. Well, there you go, Raj. What's up? It's time for some gypsy jazz. I suspect that's probably true. We, we've yeah. been playing some here yeah, while we've been yeah. down here, and, and uh haven't done any for a while. Uh, I ran into this group called the Red Rock Hot Club. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, yeah. they're, not, they're not from Colorado. They're from the Intermountain West, uh, and uh, they've been doing uh, Django Reinhardt-style jazz since 1990. Nine, it says. Wow, that's okay. practically ancient. Yeah. So, uh, you know, of course, Gypsy Jazz was uh, started by Django uh, Reinhardt and Steph- Stefan Grappelli. Right. And, you know, it's just that super cool stuff, right? Yes, it is. So uh, these guys, you know, again, I couldn't find much on them. You know, they say the Red Rock Hot Club delivers the style spot on with the added help of James Martok on uh, guitar and Dave Bowen on bass. The core of the Hot Club re- recreates the sound of Paris a la 1937. Hmm. So this is from their album, Gyptology. That's a great name. From 2005, the Red Rock Hot Club doing All of Me. Mm-hmm. 
tune and a good performance. They love me some Gypsy Jazz. No kidding. They did it well. You know, Tom Dillon brought all those charts yeah. this year. Maybe that's in there. We ought to maybe get that out and play it tonight. Hey, let's try it. That would be fun. Well, Leo, I think it's back to you. I want to switch gears here just a little bit. Um, I want to go do a little rock and roll here. All right. Uh, this It's the James Gang. Oh, cool. You know, and uh, this is, I want to play a song from um, 1997, but to back up a little bit, they were formed in Cleveland, Ohio in 1966, and they went through a variety of lineup changes until I recorded their first album as a power trio, and let me tell you how they got to be a trio, okay? Uh, On Sunday, June the 9th, 1968, uh, they were booked to play a concert in Detroit at the Grand Ballroom, and they were going to open up for Cream. Oh wow! Another, another big monster. Good gig. At the last minute, the the uh, the rhythm guitar player informed the others that he would not be joining them at the show, and they were desperate because a they were booked and obligated, and b they really needed the money. Yeah. So they said, "We're going on as a trio." Oh wow! We're just going to do it. Well, they liked their sound so much that they just decided to stay a trio. I'll be darned. And they stayed that way through the uh, end, of the end of the band. But uh, one of the guys in the band, of course, Joe Walsh, um, and he uh, left to pursue a solo career, and then later uh, with the Eagles, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they, uh, the, uh, this guy, Jim Fox, who was a drummer, he, he played with the Cleveland era band uh, called The Outsiders. Oh, I think we've done them. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the connection. Okay. He, he with it. Now, listen, that's not, that's not it. Um, another guy in the band, they had a, had, had a national hit with another band, the song was called Time Won't Let Me. Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. Which we, you played recently. And, and, this, and then finally, the, uh, the band, uh, the, what was the guy? The band signed with a guy named Mark Barger, and he was handling the career of another Ohio band called the Lemon Pipers. Oh, sure. Who had just scored a big hit with a green tambourine. Yeah. So, you know, it's all kind of yeah. connected up together anyway. Cool. That's awesome. So anyway, this is a relatively new recording. Uh, it's, the name of it is Funk Number 49. And uh, from 1997, it's the James Gang.
You know, I gotta say, you know, that if, if people are not listening through headphones, that's right. As soon as this comes out on Spotify, you need to go listen to that on headphones. The, the very first oh, yeah. part of it, it'll yeah. blow your mind. You, you will have a flashback like we did. <laughs> I guarantee it. It took me a minute though to recover, yeah. but I'm, I'm yeah. feeling better now. In yeah. fact, I'm finding you know it's so cool to be here in Winfield, man. It's just oh like, yeah, it's kind of you know nostalgic in a way, but um, yeah, you know it, it just you know it kind of takes you back, you know, and makes you think of uh, how things maybe were uh, in, in yeah. the old days. The old days, yeah. You know, but you know what makes me uh-uh, what kind of thirsty? Oh yeah, but uh, and I bet it was like that in the old days too. You think? I bet too. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Let's see. The night was full of familiar sights and sounds. The lighting of the corner gaslight. The gentle clip-clop of a horse-drawn carriage. And the friendliest sound of all, the music and laughter at the neighborhood beer garden. It was a time when just about everyone loved a good glass of beer. And there were many great beers in those days. Beers full of flavor. Beers like Pabst Blue Ribbon. In fact, it was back in those wonderful days that Pabst won the Blue Ribbon as the nation's finest beer at the Chicago World's Fair. Pabst went down easy, tasted just great. It was hearty and full of flavor. And now you can enjoy that old-time flavor that likes you best today because we brought back the original Pabst. Original Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer, brewed by the first of the great Milwaukee brewers. Yes, we are. They don't like that sound very much down here. There's so many people. Yeah, especially, but, you know, if you're in, in the middle of the that, night. That's true. But yeah. we are not doing that. Right. Here. No, we're, but but we're we have been backing up a lot of people Oh, we've been here. backing up everybody. Yeah. You know, Which we is got what the, we do. Yeah. The bass and the guitar out. And we've been yep. singing. Yep. So we've been, been having been a big fun. old time. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, uh, you know, um, th- this is a part of the show where we just get right down and... Uh, Big. We work hard. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, people to go check out our website. We deserve that much consideration yeah, anyway. I would think yeah. so. I mean, we, we spent a lot of time working on it, putting stuff on there. And right. We, and you could take a little time and go check it out. It's just that's what we think. That we don't think it's too much to ask. Uh, well, that's why we're begging. That's so what we're obviously begging. we do. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the website for this show is. The, the derriers dot com, and we, as often as we make this point, people tend to forget. Yeah, right. The the is the most important. It's part. a very important part. Of it's it. such a small word, but if you forget it, it's a big, big, giant yeah. mistake. Yeah. yeah, you'll never forget that. No, yeah. you won't. That's and and of course, the website for the band is well. That's three trailswest dot com with the number three there on the front, right? And that's where we post all of our gigs, you know. And you can go there and buy stickers, and you can buy albums and t shirts, t shirts, yeah. and all kinds of stuff, stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, if you go to either website, uh, you're going to find a lot of content. content. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And if you look at it, we're pretty sure you will be contented. contented. But boy, there's a lot. You could become confused, confused, in which case you should just 
contact us, us and we'll help you get straightened yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, there's contact us tabs on both websites, or you can get right to us with our email address. That's true. Mine is Roger, no D, at thedairyers.com. And mine is Leo, also no D, at thedairyers.com. Of course. Of hey, course. Leo, you know what else? What else? If you go to thedairyers.com yeah. and go to the Americana Roadshow tab, yep. from there you can uh, listen to any of our past episodes, or you can download them and listen to them at your leisure. Preferably while wearing your... Leisure suit, suit. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yes. somebody's going to send us a picture one day. We keep asking yeah. for it. Yeah. Hey, the other great thing is, is that you can now listen to any of our past episodes on Spotify. Spotify. Yes. My favorite. Spotify. I, I know how you love Spotify. I do love Spotify, but it's on it's several like, other platforms also. Yeah, that's what I've heard. But yeah, Spotify but is. The it, it's also really on Stitcher. One. It's, it's on Stitcher. Stitcher. Some people go to Stitcher, yeah. but they're probably you know Methodists or something. Yeah. Well, know. They, you know, and there's TuneIn. Oh, I don't recommend it. No. Yeah. Not when you go to Spotify. I know, but also right they might there. want to listen on Amazon Music. Yeah, but why would you? Because Spotify is just calling your name. Hello, it's, well, it's calling your here. name, of course. And of course, there's iHeartRadio. You are Heart Radio. I Heart You too. Uh huh. Okay, but yeah. I don't think they should go there. Yeah. I think they should go to Spotify. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, you can find it uh, wherever you find uh, your podcasts. And uh, as our good buddy Mike Carr says, "Go nowhere's without the dairy airs." Hey, Mike finally checked in. Man. Yeah, well, thanks, Mike. Go. Yeah, we appreciate that, Mike. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, Roger. I think that we are. When we left off, I did the last tune, right? You did. So it's your turn. What will it be? Well, uh, you know, a little bit ago I covered uh, Trombone Shorty. Yep. Okay. Uh, his name's Troy Andrews. Well, he has an older brother named James. Okay. And in researching him, I, I ran across this album. Uh, now, James, um, he's a trumpeter and a vocalist, and he has the nickname Satchmo of the Ghetto. Oh, really? Yeah, that's great, Whoa, isn't it? that's high praise, yeah. So, but listen to this. In 2005, shortly after Hurricane Katrina, Andrews was one of the first musicians to return to New Orleans following the flooding. Wow. Now, he and his brother, Trombone Shorty, played at Jackson Square 17 days after Katrina hit the area. Wow. And at a later show at the New Orleans uh, Jazz National Historic Park, uh, where Andrews declared, we're going to rebuild this city note by note. Whoa. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. So, uh, of course, you know uh, how we like uh, sibling harmonies and uh, that type of stuff. Uh, This album is called Brothers. It's from uh, 2019. James Andrews and Trombone Shorty doing You Send Me. Well, darling, you, you send me, I know that you, yeah, you drill me, darling, you, you send me, honest you do, honest you do, honest you do. Wanting to To 
Yeah, it really is. And it's a great yeah. rendition, and you, and you gotta love the sound of a well played trombone. I mean, yeah, man, there, there's something to be said for that. Wow. You bet. Well, Leo, I think it's your turn now. There's this guy. His full name is Frederick Charles Slack. He was born in August of 1910. And he passed away in '65, but not before he had had a hell of a career. Really, uh, he was an American swing and boogie woogie pianist and a band leader. He was born in a place called Westby, Wisconsin. I've never heard of that town before, but, you know. Uh, he learned how to uh, play drums and later took up the xylophone. Wow. It's another instrument I just totally dig. I sure do. And this is before the age of 13. Oh, my. Because at the age of 13, he changed to the piano, and then he studied with a local teacher there up in Wisconsin throughout high school. And at the age of 17, his family all moved to Chicago, and he continued studying music. He was seriously in- into it. So um, he played with a Jimmy Dorsey band in the 1930s. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, That's and, cred right there. Exactly. And he was a charter member of the Will Bradley Orchestra when it formed in 1939. Wow. So he was like all over the thing. Now, everybody uh, has uh, called him uh, Daddy Slack. Okay. Okay. Uh, and he played piano on um, several great re- uh, recordings. Like, for instance, this guy named Bradley 
Uh, remember the song called Beat Me Daddy, Eight to the Bar? Sure. Okay, well, he played on that. Okay. And he was one of the early white boogie-woogie hits uh, and a classic of the big area uh, era, that okay. particular song was. Now, he formed his own band in 1942, and he signed with uh, Capitol Records, which was, they were brand new at the time. He recorded three songs at his uh, third recording session for Capitol on May 21st, uh, 1942. Now, his recording of Cow Cow Boogie... Yeah, is it, and it was sung by uh, Ella Mae Morse, who was only seventeen years old at the time that she recorded this wow. thing. It was the second record of the that new uh, that new label Capitol Records issued, and they issued it on July first, and by July twenty fifth, it had reached number one on the hit parade. So, wow. it, and it was her first gold single. Kaboom! Kaboom! Wow. Anyway, the guy is just an incredible player and a, and a great band, band leader. Uh, his, uh, Frederick Charles Slack, Charlie Slack, depending on who you were talking to, Cow Cow Boogie recorded. This was recorded in 1942. Out on the plains, down your Santa Fe, I met a cowboy right in the range one day. And as he jogged along, I heard him singing a most peculiar cowboy song. It was a ditty he learned in the city. Come a tie, come a tie, yip get along. Get hip, little doggies, get along. Better be on your way, get along. Get hip, little doggies, and he trucked them on down. The old fairway singing his cow cow boogie in the strangest way. Come a tie, come a tie, you singing his cowboy song. He's just too much. He's got a knocked out western accent. With a wall of such, he was raised on local weed. He's what you call a swing half-breed Singing his cow-cow boogie in the strangest way Come a tie-eye, come a tie-yip-tie-eye Much. 
great stuff, man. Oh, yeah. Hey, I wanted to make one quick correction. I, we, uh, some people call him Charlie Slack, uh-huh. his friends, but he recorded under the name of Freddie Slack. Perfect. So, so you're looking for him. All, All right, right, Raj, what, what you got? Uh, well, we covered uh, the King Sisters back on episode 118. Yeah. But I found this great uh, Hawaiian album of theirs. The album's called Aloha, 1957. The King Sisters doing Hawaiian war chant. wrap this up because we, we got to go out and play some music we do and yeah. uh, since we're leaving tomorrow we oh, need yeah, we to go. figure out where we're going mm-hmm. Good uh, so it's uh your turn to throw the dart so i'll get the get map the don't look in that drawer don't look in that drawer all right all okay. right uh okay maps up oh, okay oh, get oh, the oh, dart yeah, drawer it. two hope there's no kettle coming in there okay all right okay you ready yep i got it in the circle uh-huh man here we go one two Three. Three. Throw the dirt. Throw the dirt. Whoa. Okay, we went east Pretty and much straight down. Ahead, Ohio. Ohio. Okay, um, here's the weird town oh, named okay. in Ohio. All right. Okay. <laughs> pee-pee. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, pee-pee. Everybody's going pee-pee. Okay, quit saying it because it's, it's, it's very it's a little too suggestive. suggestive. Yes. No, I won't say pee-pee anymore. I won't then. say that. Thank okay, you. I'm not going to say pee-pee. Okay, well, we'll get out here. we got some music to play, and yeah. uh, we'll head out tomorrow. Uh, boy, this has been a blast. Yeah, well, I agree with you. Yeah. Well, this has been the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. And remember to look out behind you. It's the Terrier. Let's, let's get out of here.